0: Hey everyone and welcome to another podcast with Alicia Shanice and if you're tuning in you are listening to Alicia Shanice Reviews podcast and on this lovely evening tonight we will be doing another recap of Cruel Summer. Season one, episode six, and Ocean Inside of Me. Inside Me was the title, and again, this comes on on freeform every Tuesday night at 10 and on Hulu the very next day. So, let's get on into this recap. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> So, we start this episode off as usual, with these events take place on August 15th, 1993, 94, 95. So, tonight's episode was more of uh, all about Jeanette. So, this was a Jeanette episode. And now we're moving into August. When we first started the show, it was in June. So, now we're getting towards end of the summer and we will see where they're kind of going with it this this episode was very it was more stronger i I liked it this episode because one and two drew you in three was kind of four was kind of yeah five was good but um this episode it, it was really good so we start off where this opens up where it's the turner's uh wedding anniversary and it opens up to 1993 and this is when it's still glasses jeanette She's um, her and her brother Derek. They're is they're still a happy family. Everything is still normal, and they're preparing their uh, parents' anniversary breakfast. And they come downstairs all happy, and you know it's just you see where they the beginning on how everything was and how Jeanette was little Jeanette then. Then we jump to 1994 instantly. <laughs> And it's the the same day, all, you know, all the events take place on the exact same day, so we're 1994, and Jeanette and Derek, they're also preparing breakfast for their parents again for their anniversary, but now you can see everything is not the same. Both of the parents, they come downstairs, they both look stressed out. Um, this is popular, Jeanette, now this, now this is 1994 when she's popular, and it's just tension in the room because these were when are the rumors are starting to circulate around their town and don't forget this is a small texas town so it's it's a very small town so the gossip gets around quick so it's tension all around the house and you can tell cindy it are, it's already turning her into drinking more and you can tell she cares about her reputation and greg just looks completely over it like he's just stressed out because Jeanette is his baby girl she's a daddy's girl so in his eyes she can do no wrong and he has all the faith in her but you can tell it's getting to Cindy so you can tell it's not the same 1993 Uh, 93 they're all happy they're a happy family she's still little Jeanette but in 1994 it's the same anniversary of their marriage and you can see it's just all type of tension and nothing is the same So then we go directly to the next scene and it jumps to, um, I'm sorry, no, we stay in the same scene and then it's still 1994 and I did skip over that when, um, a knock comes at the door and Cindy goes to it. And then she just gets excited cause she sees it's a basket. So she's thinking Greg and got her old little fancy basket. Like, Oh, you didn't forget. Um, she's all excited. Then she opens it up and her, it's a gift card. Thank you for showing me the house, getting me a house. Um, cause you know, he's a realtor and her, her mouth just drops like from Angela. Who's Angela? you know that's the bartender his new girlfriend so you kind of see okay last episode is when he met her in a generic blockbuster basically and that's kind of when she hit his car so that's where they met at and i don't know if they're having an affair or they're just kind of like flirting but That was a little bit much for her to send that big bouquet basket on his wedding anniversary to his house when he's married. She could have just been being nice, like, you know, thank you for being a nice realtor, but uh, we don't know yet. We don't know if it's an affair or just still like a little flirtation going on. However, it's a little too much, and Cindy is like who was Angela. And, you know, it's a little weird. (laughs) So then we jump straight to um, 1995. And that's the thing about this show; it kind of gets a little. It goes 93, 94, 95, so you have to pay attention to the years. So it goes straight to 1995, and Jeanette is sitting there watching, um, you know, the old home videos, and she's crying, um, reminiscing on how, you know, her parents' anniversary was like always oh, like a holiday in the Turners' house. And Angela walks in, and she hurries up and cuts it off, um. On the part where her mom is kind of smiling and she like, she cuts it off like, I'm okay, I'm not thinking about my mom, I don't miss her. I I miss my dad on how he used to be. And you know, Angela sits next to her and she kind of consoles her. I'm loving their relationship because Jeanette was real standoffish at first and kind of um, had like a smart mouth towards her. And after she let her know like, look, I'm here for you, I'm not your enemy, but you're not going to disrespect me. And they kind of had their few words. I like how Angela gives her a shoulder to um like lean on and talk to, because Jeanette basically doesn't really have anybody. Everybody kind of turned on her in a way, and or either, you know, everything is just different, which she takes a lot of blame for that, Jeanette. As you watch more episodes, you see Jeanette, I know she's a kid, but she brought a lot of dumb stuff on herself. But anywho, that was a good exchange between her and Angela. And, you know, Angela tried to uplift her spirit. And then the lawyer shows up and tell, tells Jeanette, because we're still in 1995, the lawyer comes in and tells her that they could have a problem because they have a, a witness now for um, on Kate's side that could do, have some damaging information on her. So we don't know who this witness is. We kind of just goes to the next scene, and we're wondering, like, hmm, who who could this be so we jump straight to 1993 and then we go back to where it's the original crew mallory vince and jeanette and they're arriving at school and they're talking about sneaking into a scary movie um and knocking off other stuff on their list when it comes to stealing so you know jeanette says everything on this list is illegal and you know mallory like so (laughs) I don't like Mallory not the actress because she's doing a great job um Harley Quinn is but her character I can't stand her she is such a hot mess but anyway there's they're talking about their list and what they still have to do so then it jumps straight to 1995 and the lawyer is talking to Jeanette about the character witness that they have that maybe has some damaging information on her and, you know, the lawyer is like, we need to get on top of this. You know, it's it's Mrs. Peterson. So, Jeanette was like, oh, I'm not worried about her. And then I kind of looked like, hmm, she was like, I, I know stuff on her. So, I'm still wondering at this time who is Mrs. Peterson because I didn't know who she was. And I'm like, she's cocky. Like, I'm not worried about her. At first, I thought she was talking about Mallory, but then I, she said Mrs. Peterson. So, um... I was wondering myself, and then she was like, I'm not worried about her. I got more damaging information on her than she has on me. So that kind of, that kind of had me going like, hmm, what's she going to have? (laughs) So then we jump straight to the next scene, and we go into, we're in the mall, and it's back in 1993. And Jeanette and Mallory are in the changing in the dressing room in, Cause Mallory has the sensor uh device where you st- how you can take the sensors off the clothes. So she's back there taking them all off. They're back there stilling up, you know, kleptoing it up. And Jeanette looks outside the uh curtain and she sees this mr martin so she like oh my god it's mr martin and for some reason i'm not for, I don't, i can't figure it out but i think jeanette kind of has a crush on mr martin too i could be reaching i don't know but it seemed like she has a little crush on mr martin too especially on how she keep going back to his house but i am jumping ahead a little bit but so yeah mallory ain't paying her no attention she's steady taking the little tags off the clothes and they see now we see who mrs peterson is. she's one of the girl's mother and she's just flirting on down with mr martin being hella thirsty and mr martin ain't feeling her he like um she like we should go out sometime she being a little too thirsty and he he, you know she ain't his type because he's into teenagers but anywho he's kind of brushes her off and was like you know i don't know if that's a good idea if we go out you know you're one of the student's mothers at my school and she like oh we can go out so he reluctantly says yes and they set up a date and then the girls hurry up and run out the store with the stolen clothes on and she's too busy she she say hey but she ain't paying him no attention because she's too busy staring down and uh, trying to get at mr martin honey but anywho we jump straight to the next scene and we stay at 1993 but when they run out the store they run into vincent where he just stole a cd and when he ran out the store he get caught so when he gets caught um uh they should have all just ran by now he he being a he and they're still in he get caught and jeanette tells him just run run i got it i got it which was the dumbest thing but okay i'm sure that they seen that we had cameras in the 90s, so I'm sure they've seen that he was the one in the CD store. They just ran up to him. But anywho, him and Mallory takes off, and Jeanette takes one for the team and was like, hey, I did it. I, 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 she just stands there, but she stands there with a little smile on her face. Jeanette, as much as I want to kind of feel sorry for her, she's very weird and very just kind of dumb, you know? <laughs> you know, she uh, she's kind of just weird you know i understand she wants to fit in but she kind of gets a rush in all of this excitement and everything she gets a she gets a brush of it so then we jump straight to the next scene and i did skip over a scene when it was still it went back to 1994 and the two girls that's where we seen who Mrs. Peterson was. She's one of the two follower girls who who's once was Kate's mini me's. Then they went to Jeanette. Then when Kate came back, they went back to hanging with Jeanette, the little um black girl and the white girl. So we see as the um like I can't think of their name. I think her, Tanya. We have seen it's Tanya's mother, and um she's um there she's her mom mrs. Peterson comes in and they're like hey Jeanette called again and she's like uh oh, she's a loser now you know they don't want to deal with Jeanette and the mom is excited like you know catch me on the news so I did skip that part so now that we see that she's on the news and she's saying wait till you see what I'm going to say so now we see okay is some angle going on with Mrs. Peterson but we don't know what yet so then after that is the mall incident so I did skip over that part sorry um it gets a little confusing with the years. So after that, we go back to nineteen ninety four and Cindy is sitting in the kitchen eating some uh food out of the basket that Angela sent her husband. But like, okay. So she's sitting there and then she just um gets a phone call and it's somebody pranking on the phone, uh, calling Jeanette, talking about can they get tips on kidnapping, you know, just being extra and messy and Prank calling, and you can tell it's getting the best of Cindy. You now she's already started drinking, and you know she has that mother intuition. She knows something is not right with Jeanette. She can just feel it. Ever since they left the police station, and she knew Jeanette was lying about that necklace, she knows Jeanette is not telling the truth. But I don't think she knows how far Jeanette has went because we still don't know how far Jeanette went. But we know she goes in and out of Martin's house like it's hers, like she just has the. <laughs> that whole the whole house scene just gets on my nerves you know it's just like she's just so entitled to go in this man's house uh, so anyway after that <clears throat> cindy has that mother's intuition so she goes up into jeanette's room and goes through her jewelry box and when she she goes through it and when she doesn't see anything she kind of like takes a sigh. okay maybe my mind is playing tricks on me um, I thought she was going to see, remember, uh, well, the, the necklace is gone now and we don't know what happened to Kate's hair tie. And then remember it was a joint Reginette had that joint, but you know, it was 1994. So she, had you know, already turned into a thief and everything else. She probably didn't smoke it by now. So I was, I was afraid she was going to run into the joint, but instead she, she, she kind of has a relief. Like, okay, it was just my mind, but she turns the jury box over and she finds the key and you could tell her heart just drops. So, she has a feeling like it's it's taped at the bottom like it was hidden. So she, are, in her gut, she knows this is the key to Mr. Martin's house. So then we jump straight to 1990. We go back to 1993. And Jeanette is caught. So security take her back there where they take a lot of people who get catch stealing in the security, security office when they call the police. Or if it's a minor, they call their parents. And who does she run into? Mr. Jamie. So now we see how her and Jamie... Uh, initially started talking but if you go back remember kate asked him before she said how did y'all even started talking and he said i had never had a conversation with her one day she just seen me putting up some flyers for you missing and asked could she help so now we see now it was a little bit more than that because even though she was still 1993 Jeanette with the glasses and stuff he was still a little intrigued with her um he, he, he wasn't flirting with her or nothing but you know you could tell she, she, he was looking at her you know and i thought they probably would have knew each other more by now because um it seemed like he knew Derek and he would have knew that that was Derek's little sister by just a small town. But she said, I'm Jeanette. And he said, yeah, I remember. So I don't know if he's remembering from the first episode when um she introduced herself um when he was kissing Kate at the mall. um Or I don't know if he just knows her because it's a small town. But, you know, she reintroduces herself and trying to say, oh, I get in trouble all the time. And he like. He just looking at her, but so you can kind of see a little spark going. So you see on how the, they initially started talking. So then after that, we go back to 1994 and Cindy is, um, chasing Jeanette around the house, trying to get her attention. Cause she got her little headphones on how we used to have our little CD players and she's steady calling her name, but Jeanette can't hear it. And she finally gets her attention. And then, you know, she tried to come at her like, you know, is there something that you have to tell me? You know, if you let me know now, I can help. So she's trying to get her to open up, but don't want to come out uh, outright accusing her, but trying to let her know that she's here. And Jeanette, her attitude is just uh, a lot of times I want to be on her side, but she she's like, no, she just flats out lies. You know, like it's just come so natural to her. Like, I don't know what she's talking about. It's just rumors. Just change the phone calls are getting to you. Just change the phone number. Kate I mean not Kate but um Jeanette she kind of brought a lot of this stuff on herself even though she's a child and we do do dumb stuff when we're kids but she brought a lot of dumb stuff on herself so you can tell it's getting the best of Cindy Cindy is stressed out after that scene we jump straight back to 1993 and as Jeanette is starting to open up to Jamie and uh, talk about all the bad stuff she's doing, because he asked her like, "What else do you do to get in trouble?" Because she's like, "I do a lot of stuff. I just don't never get caught." So, he, um, that got his attention, and he's like, "What else do you do?" And she starts to open up to him, but then her dad busts seeing, He's like, "Jeanette, you know, he's shocked because she's still nineteen ninety three. She's still good girl, Jeanette, you know." So he's like, "Caught stealing what?" So that breaks up their little conversation, and they walk out. And she's daddy's little girl, so, um, you know, she just tells him the truth, like, you know, if Vincent, if Vincent stole it, I just took the rap for it, because if um his grandmother finds out, because you know, honey, <laughs> Vincent is black, and our, our grandparents, we don't, they don't plan it about the stealing, you know, so... Stealing in the mall, you get a call, you embarrassing me. So, he probably got one of them strict grand. because he said a grandmother. She said, if his grandmother finds out, so he probably, I'm guessing he probably got like a strict grandmother. And so, she was like, I took the rap for him. And, um, you know, she's showing she's a down friend. She's like, we always have each other back. And they do. You can tell Mallory is a trip, but Vincent and Jeanette, they have each other back. Um, even in the, uh, through all this stuff, he is still there for her, even though she kind of cut him off. So she's letting him know, like she just had to have his back. And if her mom find out, she to have a fit. So you know, she he's she is daddy's little girl. So he tells her like, don't worry about it. We'll we'll keep this between us, but don't do it again, basically. So after that, it goes straight back to 1994, and you can tell Cindy must have been calling. Greg to come home from work like back to back because he rushes in the house like what have you been calling me for and she lets him know like she's trying to tell him she found the key and Greg is basically not trying to hear it the only he doesn't want to hear anything about Jeanette he don't want to doubt her he don't want to even think about her even doing something like knowing Kate was kidnapped and not telling anyone. So he just brushes her off and you can tell Cindy is just going through it internally because nobody believes her. You can tell she cares about her reputation. She's getting all the prank calls and then she's a a housewife. So she studied in the house and having to deal with all these phone calls. And then when she steps out, it's people throwing stuff at her car and, you know, stuff that she never had to deal with because she said she was the popular girl in high school. She was what Kate Mothers wasn't. So you can tell this is new for her. And she probably can't handle it. And then Jeanette is lying. And Greg is being distant. Probably from all the stresses as well. So after that scene. We go straight back to 1994. No 1995. Sorry guys. Uh just How it jumps back from years to years. You really have to pay attention. So then we go. Back to 1995. And Vince comes into Jeanette room. And you know, he asked her, you know, why did you cover for me like that, and, you know, she just tells him, and they do have, like, a really good friendship, they're really close, like I was saying, and then she just tries to tell him, like, um, no, I said 1995, So, I got my years off again. 1995, he comes up there and just tries to, you know, talk to her. They still got their close bond. And then she has him stay at her house to distract the reporters because she wants to sneak out and do something. So, it's 1995, so it's uh, emo Jeanette, dark Jeanette. She, um... Tells him she has to go do something, but we don't know what she has to do. We know that she said she was going to take care of Mrs. Peterson, but we still don't know what she has on Mrs. Peterson. So she has him, you know, sneak the reporters out, um, you know, sneak out and kind of distract the reporters so she can go do what she got to do without getting followed and take care of Mrs. Peterson. But then we go back to 1994 and Derek is packing up for college because remember this is the day that he was getting ready to go to school um because he plays football so he said he had to um, make it for tryouts and everything or the first scrimmage or whatever and um uh, after that so cindy comes in and she's talking to him telling him how proud of proud of him she is and She tries to confide in him that she thinks Jeanette is lying. But Jeanette is the baby of the family. She's the baby girl. She's her daddy's girl. She's her and her brother. They have a really good relationship as well. So he's overprotective and that's his baby sister. He doesn't want to hear it. The mom is bringing up old stuff like, remember when you guys did this? Was this her idea? And he like, mom, that was a long time ago. And she just tells him like, I think she's lying. And Derek is not trying to hear it. He like, look. (laughs) ma'am call your sister and talk to her about it so Cindy really don't have nobody to talk to she is she is trying to help her family and nobody is hearing her Jeanette's lying Derek not trying to hear it Greg is distant and stressed out getting flowers sent from the, the lady who owned the bar so Cindy is like really going through it and Derek not trying to hear it either So then we go straight back to 1995, and now we're seeing where Jeanette had to sneak off to, and she goes back to the mall, and Mrs. Peterson, she has a hoodie on, so Mrs. Peterson like, can I help you? And she turns that, she takes that hoodie off, like she ready to do something, and... Mrs. Peterson, like Jeanette Turner, she says it all cocky. And Jeanette, basically, she kind of threatens her, like, you sure you want to go ahead and tell your story? Because I got a story to tell, too. And you know this small town, they love gossip. So, um, the first Mrs. Peterson is still cocky, like, who would believe you over me? And then she, like, some stuff you can tell that just might sound like a story, but some stuff you might have proof on. She got it right there, because the, the mother, Mrs. Peterson, was lying about the, her daughter's uh, father being the real father and she's been collecting all that child support from so she throws that up in her face or whatever and so then we go back 1993 scene and Jeanette invents this is when they're in her room now when he's just asking her like why did you do that for me and you know she's just letting him know hey we have each other backs and you know she wanted to help him out and she's kind of letting him know like all this fun we're getting into is kind of exciting you know it kind of excites me getting um getting caught but not getting in trouble for it so she's letting him know and you can see you know it's a it's a little sneakiness in Jeanette Even from when she was, you know, before she even switched over to the popular Jeanette, popular Jay, popular Jeanette. So, um, after that, she kind of just, like, you could tell she's thinking, and she just mentions, like, about Mallory, like, don't you think Mallory is a little bossy? She always trying to make us do stuff we really don't want to do, then she gets all in our faces and pushes us, and at first he kind of act like, you know, yeah, you're right, but then he was, he was like yeah you're right we shouldn't talk about her behind her back you know vincent he's down for mallory just like he is for jeanette so they she was like yeah you're right we shouldn't be talking behind her back and they quit talking about mallory um but jeanette was starting to see before she even distanced herself how mallory was manipulative bossy she just wasn't a good friend. And that's just my opinion. Mallory is not a good friend. Mallory is a trip. So then we go straight to 1994. And Vince is in the store. And he's talking to Ben. Because they have a secret relationship that don't nobody know about. But Jeanette walks in. And then they stop talking. And it gets awkward. And then Jeanette just asks him, like, "If are you happy? If you're happy, then I'm happy. And this conversation it never happened. I never seen anything. And he like, no, you never seen anything. So they sit there and they start bonding, just talking. Cause you know, 1994, she was popular. So she wasn't hanging around Vincent, but this is when the city is starting to turn on her. So I think this is when they probably rekindle their friendship and get back close. So then we go back to 1993. Jeanette is sneaking back into Mr. Martin's house see and This just irritates me. I be wanting to scream through the TV like take your ass home Like what are you sneaking into this man? It just irritates me, but she's going back in there and she I mean she's just acting so entitled like this her house You know so she go in there. She rumbling through the closet looking for CDs and just doing too much and then I um, don't know where Mr. Harris and Mrs. Peterson come back from their date, and they come in there and catch her off guard. So now she gotta hide in the closet. <sighs> that she should. She should have got busted there, but she just she goes and hides in the closet. So then we go back to 1994, and then Vince and Jeanette they're still in a little generic blockbuster, and they're just sitting behind the uh, counter. Uh, nobody's in the store, so they're just sitting there talking, catching up, and she's confiding in him. Uh, telling him how the rumors around town about her are starting to get to her mom and she thinks her mom is starting to believe them, and everything. So then the two followers, I got to think of a name for them because they, they get on my nerves. The two little um, followers who was following Kate around her two besties and then they became Jeanette besties. But anyway, now they're acting funny towards her because Kate's back. So you could tell they like to just follow the leader. And so now that Kate's back, they distancing themselves from Jeanette, acting funny towards her. So she like, hey guys, I've been calling, and they like, I know. We've basically been ignoring you. So the news come on, and it's 1994, and Mrs. Peters is, is on there just lying her ass off. I don't like Mr. Martin, but she still was lying. She talking about how he forced himself on her, how she felt uncomfortable. <sighs> and just lying trying to be famous on the news and then Kate just I mean not Kate Jeanette just busts out she's lying and it cuts the two girls off and Tanya was like don't say that about my mom you know know. okay I apologize um that will be it will be a pause in this um Recap, I had to pause because my computer got to going off and I'm not going to edit it because I'm going to get it right out to you guys. So I do apologize for the brief pause. But yeah, Kate, um, not Kate, Jeanette busted out that she's lying. So then after that, it goes straight to 1995 and then Angela, she's headed out to the bar to go to work. Um, and then Vince and Jeanette are just staying there and they, they chilling on the couch watching a movie and she like, Hey, why don't you guys hook up? And they kind of laugh it off. He's like, no, Jeanette is like my sister. You know, so she's basically trying to hook them up, talking about they'd be a good fit for each other. And then Angela heads off of work. Angela is really trying to, you know, get closer to Jeanette. Jeanette does need that, especially by she doesn't have her mother. And we still kind of don't know to the end. We don't know how her mother left. So we, at first we was thinking maybe her mom abandoned her. She couldn't take the pressure. So we really don't know. But we do see that, you know, at least Angela is trying to be a friend to her and not just trying to mess with her dad and, you know, push her to the side. So, you know, everybody needs somebody. And um, so it is good to see Angela and Jeanette kind of bonding. and she's just Trying to you know lift her spirits, so then we go to 1995. And after Jeanette threatened Mrs. Peterson, now she's uh, given her testimony and she's re um she's recanted her whole story. Now, whatever she was gonna say, she changed it like, Nope, I don't think Jeanette will lie, I don't know anything about it. So she basically said, Uh. Whatever she was going to say, she recanted. She don't think Jeanette seen anything. She don't know why Jeanette would lie. She didn't change up her whole story. Because that threat Jeanette didn't gave to her, and got and told her. So now, with the blackmail, she can't really do nothing. So then we go back. um, And it has a flashback to 1993. uh, And... Not 1993, 1995. And then Cindy, she walks in to Angela's bar. And tells her she wants to have a... Uh, she like, hey, let me get... I forgot what she asked for. Basically, a vodka tonic or something. She was like, it's my anniversary. So, I kind of didn't know. Because I'm like, does she know who she is? And she was like, because we ain't seen Cindy. This is the first time we've seen Cindy in 1995. But she walks into Angela's bar. And she's like, it's my anniversary. So, Angela, she was like... Happy anniversary. <laughs> kind of like brushed her off. So I didn't know where they were going to go with this. I didn't know they was about to get into it or what. And then she was like, yeah. She said, well, my, my ex anniversary. She said, um, you should know that though. So Angela was like, look, I'm not... I don't do the little cat fight. I'm not finna go there with you. I didn't break up your marriage. And then she says, oh no, I didn't want to do that with you. So they end up actually having an a interesting conversation. She just wants to know, like, look, I ain't, I'm happy. If he's happy with you, I'm happy. Everybody happy. I'm just worried about how is my daughter doing? She doesn't. I talked to Derek, but she's cut me off because she blames me for the separation. So... That was interesting. It took an odd turn because I thought they were going to actually get into it. But Cindy, she wasn't in there to to fight with her. She actually was very mature. Hmm. <laughs> and just wanting to know how Jeanette was doing. So Angela goes ahead, you know, and tell her like, you know, she she kind of put her guard down and was like, she, she misses you. And they kind of end up uplifting each other. Talking about how great one another is. Like, oh, you're great. You're on your own bar. And you're great. You went and did your dreams after you raise your kids, okay? But any who she tells her like, you know, I I didn't break up your marriage. I don't want you to think I broke up your marriage after you left Greg, you know, we just bonded basically and she like, left Greg. I didn't leave Greg, but at this time we don't know. We know Cindy was upset, but we don't know how she left, you know. And <laughs> so she like, "Hold on, what did he tell you? I didn't leave him." So then we go back to um 1994. And then Cindy tells um Greg that, you know, you don't want to believe me. I feel like I'm alone in this house. Nobody will listen to me. And I'm uh I'm going to just go ahead and and go to my sister's for a while. So she didn't say she was leaving him. She just said going to go there for a while. So we still don't know how she actually just how they end up getting a divorced or fully separated, cause we don't know if they're. I don't know. I know if they're divorced or fully separated. And then we go to 1995, and we still see that Cindy has the key, and she goes and open up the door to Mr. Martin House, and she um She goes directly in, and she didn't know that it goes back to like a 1994 scene, and Greg also had the key. And he went in there and in his heart gushed cuz he like what the He got directly into the house with the key. So now he know for a fact. Jeanette was lying. It gets so confusing when it goes from year to year. So now they both know. Their daughter had the key to Mr. Martin's house. And I did miss a scene. I don't know how I missed that. But when Jeanette was in 1993. When she got stuck in the closet. And it was a flashback. And then she seen how Mr. Martin kept coming on to. I mean Mrs. Peterson kept coming on to Mr. Martin. And she uh made the music she hit the uh radio in the closet so when he's getting ready to open up the closet to see how it came on um mrs peterson said hey i hit the button with my my butt on the remote when i sat on the couch so he goes to the back she opens she opens the door catches jeanette and they both say wait you, you ain't seen me she takes off and that's how mrs peterson knew jeanette was in the house, but she knew Jeanette overheard too much basically so that was my full recap of Cruel Summer and I did watch the preview for episode 7 and this one how episode 1 came on happy birthday Jeanette Turner now it's about to be happy birthday Kate Wallace and my predictions for that is when I seen the previews it looks like Kate might have got kidnapped or went disappeared on her birthday from the previews. From what I'm catching, I'm thinking that maybe on her birthday, it was in 1993, her and her mom had a real big argument. Because remember, on Kate's part, her. And her mother relationship is rocky. First she accused her dad of cheating. But then she found out it was her mom who was having an affair. So she, her their relationship is real rocky. And she's starting to confide in Mr. Martin. So I'm thinking that on episode 7 it's going to be her birthday. Where she wakes up happy. But her and her mom is going to get into an argument. And that's when she's going to disappear with Mr. Martin. These are just my predictions. I don't know. But that's when she's going to disappear with Mr. Martin. And then it's going to go to 1994 when she's distancing herself from her friends. And in 1995, she hanging with, now Mallory is her new bestie. And they smoking pot and everything else. So, you can tell next week is definitely going to be a Kate episode. I do not know who to believe. I think the truth lies somewhere in between. And it's going to basically be whose perspective do you look at it? Do you look? It's going to probably be what perspective do you look at it? You can look at it from both girls' angles. I still say Jeanette. Is doing too much I understand you want to fit in I understand you're curious She's doing way too much Keep going in and out Outside of this man's house kate is doing too much because remember she even though he's grooming her she she keeps going to him too and they're a little too close for him to be the sense the principal so i think it's going to start wrapping up i just hope they don't take us to season two and we still trying to figure out who did what i hope they don't leave us with i know they got to leave us with the cliffhanger if they plan on being a season two but i hope we get some type of closure where we know where to going and it does look like eventually jeanette's going to get into like a happier place she got vincent back her and angela are bonding more i'm imagining cindy probably is going to end up popping up on her so i do hope you guys enjoyed my review of cruel summer and please meet me back here next week because we will definitely be recapping the next episode that looks like it's going to be a kate's episode And do not forget, you can catch me on social media. Um, don't forget, if you love music, like I love music, follow me on Spotify, follow my playlist. Everything is under Alicia Shanice. And then it says love. So it's going to be like Alicia Shanice loves gospel. Alicia Shanice loves the blues. Alicia Shanice loves hip-hop, 90s hip-hop, 2000s hip-hop. I got it under separate groups. Alicia Shanice loves late night. So it's like the late night mood music. Then I got Alicia Shanice loves... Um, uh so I got all types of playlists. So just follow me on Spotify. You can catch me on Instagram. It's under Alicia Shanice as well. It's spelled the exact same way. I do have the same profile picture that I have on um, my profile for my podcast, just so it's easier to find me. You can look me up on Facebook. I don't really do Facebook like that. I am on there, but um, I don't really accept too many people. So if you inbox me, just let me know that you're a listener. I really will appreciate your support. I definitely um, accept you on there, but I, I mainly do. A Lot of Instagram more than uh, Facebook, so yeah. And then actually, tomorrow I am so excited because we will start our Nar- Narcos review. So, uh, my initial plan was to start off with Narcos Mexico because I really got into um, the show, but not only that, the backstory. Because, like I told you, if you've been following me for you know, since I've been doing a podcast, I said I want to start getting into shows that I'm really, really into. And I, um, besides the, the Narcos Mexico, I really got into that uh, Kiki Camarano story, like just the real backstory of it. The backstory of how um, that set it up for the uh, excuse me, I'm losing my man, my mind, my train of thought um, how, you know, for the. Um, you know the DEA for them to start really taking everything just serious cuz they didn't used to take um them serious. So, we're going to get off into that, but um I said we were going to start off with Narcos Mexico, but I think I'm going to start off with regular Narcos because in that we can start off with Pablo Escobar and we'll do season 1 and season 2 and then we'll go to Narcos Mexico and we'll tap into um, that one and two, and I know that they do have Three coming out, so we'll do one and two, then we'll get into the Snowfall. So that's going to be the the order that I'm going in. We're going to review Narcos season one, two, episode by episode, and get into the backstories. Then we'll go to Narcos Mexico, do one and two, and then we'll do Snowfall. And then I'll I'll eventually start doing Power reviews as well, cause I love me some Power shows. I was disappointed to see that a 50 Cent show got canceled for life on ABC, cause I am a big 50 Cent supporter. Um, I love all of his shows, and I. I was disappointed that that got canceled because it was a really good show but he did say he's about to shop it around some networks so hopefully we'll see it on stars or you know somewhere else because that show is really really good and it's based off a real person's uh story so it's it's really good so i'm definitely gonna um recap the powers and the bmf story and then uh the power the canaan uh series he has coming out so we're gonna get in that that too but i am so excited so tune in tomorrow we will be reviewing narcos season one episode one and we'll be getting into Mr. Escobar's story and we'll be talking about the episode and also getting to real life events as well. So I am very excited. So I will put another pod up tomorrow. I do thank you and thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you tomorrow. Be safe out there. <laughs> Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice and she's the one.